0: Hey, everybody. It's Damara West. I am founder of Be Well, Beautiful Woman, and I am delighted that you have joined us for the Be Well, Beautiful Woman podcast. As you know, our work is all about helping women to heal, to live joyously, and to have immense business success. On top of our podcast, we offer things like our Love and Forgiveness Summit that's coming up really, really soon in fact the speaker today is going to be in the lineup and you are really in for a treat as you get to discover what she's going to be covering that's going to be on january 25th through the 29th you definitely want to check that out follow us on instagram at the letter be well beautiful and make sure that you like our facebook page be well beautiful woman and of course check us out on the web at bewellbeautifulwoman.com so without further ado I want to introduce Lourdes Pimentel Soto. She's a PhD candidate in educational leadership at Western Michigan University. She has focused her research on the relationship between organizational leaders, emotional intelligence and leadership performance. She currently facilitates social and emotional learning programs for K through 12 students and team building and leadership activities for different age groups and levels, including college students and organizational teams. Again, she's going to be on the lineup for the love and forgiveness summit. Her workshop is going to be self-love is the pathway to building healthy relationships, which we're going to be talking about. That's going to be on Tuesday, January 26th at 11 AM. And you are definitely going to register, want to register for that workshop. Lourdes, thank you so much for saying yes to our summit and yes to our podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Damara, for inviting me.
0: Of course, yes. So we're going to dive right in. And um, I'm just curious about your journey to become a social and emotional researcher. So, you know, what led you to start this work?
1: It's very funny, you know, because I've been an educator for so long. And, you know, as an educator, I always focus on helping my students improve their academic achievement, you know, like helping them improve their GPA, basically. And well, one day, you know, like five, six years ago, I was in the airport waiting for my flight. And while I was waiting, I decided just to browse around. And in one of these stores, I saw this book that said, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Matters More Than IQ by Daniel Goleman, who is actually the psychologist who popularized this topic. And you know, like, of course it triggered me because you're telling me that there is something out there that is more important than than your IQ. So I read the book and that's when everything started. And I do agree, I do agree a lot um, that your emotional intelligence is more important than your IQ for your success. And let's talk a little bit about what is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is no more than how you manage yourself in life and how you manage your relationship. And if you think about it, yes, it's true. Your success is about how you manage yourself. It's about how, how well you make decisions. It's about your discipline. and It's about how you stay motivated during difficult situations. And it's about how effectively you build relationships, healthy relationships with others, right? In fact, you know, our research says that your IQ just accounts for 20% or less of your success in math. And I'm not saying that um, learning math or language um, skills or science is bad. Of course, we need to learn these things. But if we don't know, if we don't have the skills to put it to practice this knowledge in an effective way, you know, what? We're not gonna get anywhere. And when we talk about emotional intelligence, we're talking about four major components, which are or competencies, sorry, which are self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. But I want you to, you know, to understand a little more about what these competencies are about. When we talk about self-awareness, we're talking about your ability to understand yourself in a deep level. It's your ability to to know your preferences, your values, your strengths, your limitations. It's about your ability to understand what makes you tick, what triggers you, why you behave the way you do. And not just that, it's also your ability to perceive or, or to to under to see, to to notice how other people are perceiving you because this is very important that the way people perceive you or the way they feel about you is directly related to the way they respond to you and I'm going to give you an example you might have noticed that maybe I don't know let's talk about a student right you might have noticed that a student might behave in a way with a teacher and in a completely different way with another one right even you you might have noticed that you behave in a certain way with some friends in a dif- in a different way with others, because the way people make us feel is going to you know it it that will that will impact the way we interact with them or the way we respond to them. So that's what is self awareness. See how important it, is it? Why we don't make good decisions for ourselves is because of our lack of self awareness, right? Have you ever heard people that that or have you ever noticed or People that tend to make the same mistakes over and over, over and over. One time someone told me, um, I feel that everybody's always taking advantage of me. And why is it that, for example, I don't feel that people take advantage of me? And that's a good example of a lack of self-awareness, of the lack of not being aware of how you are presenting yourself, how you are projecting yourself and how that is impacting the way people is responding to you right? Then we have self-management, that ability to manage yourself effectively, right? Are you someone that just re-add or you're someone that, have the ability to control your emotions, especially those intense emotions, right? Are you someone that are able to stay um, motivated even during difficult situations or you just give up? Um, It's all about how you manage yourself, right? And then we have social awareness. That's a big one because you cannot build a relationship with other people without social awareness. Social awareness is, is about empathy, your ability to understand things from someone else's perspective. Do you know a, um, a mistake that I see most people make? That they think that the way people, that the way they perceive the world or their reality is the same way people is perceiving their reality. And we all perceive the world differently because we all come from different backgrounds and so we have different experiences. And that influence and or shape the way we behave and response to the world. Um, so have you ever had an argument with someone? Oh Demar- no.
0: I've had lots yeah? of okay. <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a funny fact. When yeah. two people, and of course it had happened to me also in the past um, when I was less self-aware, let's say like that, um, that I might had an argument with my partner and this argument will go you know, on and on and on and we'll, we never, You know there are issues that we were never able to resolve. Why, when two people are having an argument, you know why it it happened. Why, why that happens? Because when you're having an argument, usually you think you're right, and you are the hero of this conversation, and you're right, right. And the other person thinks that he or she is right and that he's the hero here, and you are the one who is wrong, right? So we we go back and forth, back and forth, fighting for the same thing. And at the end, we don't understand each other because we are making the mistake of interpreting things just from our own perspective without putting ourselves in the other person's shoes, understanding that the other person is perceiving things in a completely different way. And then we have relationship management, right? We combine these three competencies that I just talked about, and we, you know, we use them together. All this emotional information, and we use it to build relationship with others in an effective way. Relationship management is your ability to influence others, to inspire them, to to work as a team, to collaborate with others. So, I mean, emotional intelligence. As as you can see, <laughs> research, so many research studies. This cannot be wrong. Your emo, your level of emotional intelligence is a better predictor of your success in life than anything else. So <laughs> you yeah, might have noticed that I'm so passionate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, we, your passion certainly rings through and You've touched on the fact that this covers just about every area of our life and the parts that are really the most important. Um, And so, this is so important because, you know, at a society level, we focus so much on education, formal education, and not necessarily these soft skills that have to do with everything, um, you know, based on how people experience us. And how people experience us is going to be the thing that creates. Um, favor, right? That creates loyalty, that creates um, influence and as leaders, that's what we're looking to create. Um, because when we have influence in people's lives, they'll go wherever we, you know, want to take them essentially. They trust us and um, they want to talk about us. and that is the real leverage, right? That's that's the people value that far surpasses the money value that really, you know, gives us the money value. And so that was great. And I feel like it's a wonderful segue into your topic that you're going to be covering during the summit, which is self-love is the pathway to building healthy relationships. So talk to us about what folks can expect as a result of attending your workshop.
1: Yeah, in the workshop, we're going to be talking about love and forgiveness with the focus on self-love. Imagine we cannot have a healthy relationship with another person without having a healthy relationship with ourselves first. That doesn't make any sense. How are we expecting other people to understand ourselves if we don't understand <laughs> who we are, right? Also, we cannot love ourselves without knowing where we're coming from and how our, our background and our past experiences has influenced influence the way we perceive life and the way we perceive relationships. And here I'm gonna link this to self-awareness, that importance of self-awareness. You know, we are like an iceberg, right? So you see an iceberg, the only thing that you can see is one third of the iceberg. The other two thirds is hidden, right? So for example, when we get together, the only thing that you can perceive about me is that one third. Those two-thirds, that two-thirds that you cannot perceive is all my past experiences, is all, you know, like all my trauma, all everything, everything that that, that 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 I have experienced, right? And that kind of have shaped the way I am and the way I react or the things that I'm expecting, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to link those, um, that self-love with self-awareness because the reality is that you cannot... Um, love yourself in a deep way if you're not self-aware, right? So forgiveness goes hand to hand with self-love. The more I understand myself and where I'm coming from, in my behavioral patterns, the more compassionate and the more understanding I will be toward myself and also toward others because now I understand that other people also have their own reality. They, have, they are ba- you know, battling or, or dealing with their own situations, right? We, we all have our own path. So, you know, I, I have always believed that that the answer to heal any problem or to solve any problem is very, very, very simple. And that is to love yourself. And loving yourself is no more than a deep appreciation for who you are, just the way you are. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, many people will not love themselves until they find, you know, their dream job, or until they lose the weight, you know, that they want to lose, or until they have that house they, they always wanted, or they find that person that makes them feel special. And you know what happens when you do that? You know, when you are looking for that love and acceptance, acceptance in someone else, we become needy, and being needy is not good. <laughs> Because really,
0: when I mean, even, I mean and, <laughs> yeah, and needy is if when we are needy, it's a form that we're afraid, and that we're really not operating from this place of love. And you know, I think it's so important what you're saying. It, it reminds me of something I read in. Um, a book that I'm reading right now. and We're do we have a book club going on for Be All Beautiful Woman, and the book that we're um, studying is May Cause Miracles, which is you know 40 days of practice to promote you know more joy and and miracles essentially in our lives. And so one of the things that the course says is that um, when we're at war with ourselves, we're at war with the world, and when we love ourselves, we love the world. And so you know a lot of times we're trying to externalize our satisfaction, as you said, right? If only I had this job, if only I made so much money, if only I had this partner, if only I could have this level of success, if only I looked like this person. And the reality is, is that no matter how much we externalize and experience until we do the inner work, we're never really gonna have this sustainable, long-term, authentic joy that we're designed to have. Um, so that was really beautiful how you articulated that and your workshop sounds, um, really powerful and I'm super excited to, um, glean from you. And I know that our, our audience is going to certainly learn so much. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I want to talk about now is, you know, in your research, you know, what have you seen as the most essential, um, social and emotional skills, that leaders use to be successful on their own terms?
1: Well, I think that all, you know, all this um, social and emotional skills, that the competencies that I just mentioned, they're all um, important, but I will say that Let's start with self-awareness, you know, because as a leader, you need to know, you need to know what triggers you. You need to know what you're looking for. You need to understand your behavioral patterns. You need to know, to understand how you manage yourself during stressful situations. Um, The only way you can um, practice self-management in an effective way is first to be aware of how you're coming off. If you're not aware of that, then, you know, I mean, how can you make changes to improve your leadership practice? And then, of course, social awareness, you know, that empathy, that ability to connect with others. For example, let's give look at COVID 19, right? This has um, kind of um, challenged us um, in a very um, strong way, let's say, like that. Um, it's having that empathy of, of people you know, they, they have fears, they, they, are, they are scared, there is uncertainty. Um, people is, is, you know, you need to have that, that ability to empathize with them, to stay calm so they can stay calm too, you know, to, to build a relationship so they can trust you, um, to build that connection right um i will say to me that the most um, important skills are well the, for me the most important one is always going to be self-awareness because everything everything starts with self awareness you cannot change anything without that and then i will say that social awareness you know that empathy and that ability to connect with others in a deeper level because um, that's ba- that's basic to build trust, you know, and respect in an atmosphere that is positive. Yeah, so there's a couple things that
0: I want to say about this. Um, The first is, I feel what you said has really hit the nail on the head, and there was a study that Harvard did that showed that the most significant um, indicator of a person's enjoyment of life, their pleasure in life had to do with their relationships and the quality of those relationships. Right. And so out of anything, right. People aren't on their deathbed saying, I wish I made more money. They're, they're saying, you know, I wish I would have loved more. Right. Um, it's, it's really comes down to relationships. So that was, that was so good. And the other thing that you said about like that self-awareness piece, it's, it's so important for us to always be striving for that greater self-awareness and this understanding that there's always going to be more to discover about ourselves as we're on the journey to discover things about ourselves. Right. And, you know, then this commitment that we have to do something, you know, if we really want to change something in our lives, and if we feel like it's important enough, then we deem it worthy enough to put the work in and without the, the consciousness, um, you know, the unconscious becoming conscious, and then the work to do something with this consciousness that we have to create what we want in our lives, then we just spin, right? And we'll just continue to recycle experiences because until we get certain things in life, the source will continue to put those things in our pathway until we modify that because it's a part of our evolution. And until we evolve in that area, we'll just continue to make the same mistakes. And so, you know, what better way to expedite our evolution than to just commit to having the consciousness and doing the hard work now so that we can live our lives as fully as possible in the moment. And then we're not waiting for some utopia in the process.
1: Yes, that's yeah. right.
0: All right, so as we get ready to wrap up, I cannot believe that our interview is just about over. Um, I'd be remiss to if we didn't talk about wellness, right? Uh, you've been a PhD student for the last five years. You're getting ready to graduate, which is super, super exciting. Um, but I recognize that it's no small feat, right, to put in this work on top of other ways in which you may be living your life. And so, you know, how do you prioritize your self-care um, in the midst of, you know, all the that you wear
1: well i think that is very important and i think that you should make this a priority just as you will make a priority to go to work or anything else you know um having time for yourself Um, something that i like to do is i always like to do mindfulness exercises or meditation um you know to stay you know to do my affirmations and all that Um, but something um that is my favorite practice um, is in the weekend, I always like to have, at least I take one day that is just for me, just for Lourdes. In that day, the rule is I'm gonna do whatever I want without thinking it too much, right? Because for example, during the week um, or usually, we tend to do things because we have to, right? Like, I mean, if I want to be successful, I have to sit down and work. If I want to um, stay healthy, I want to, I have to work out or I cannot eat that piece of chocolate cake that I want so much. We're always doing things because we have to. And even if you work in something that passionate, that is that you feel a lot of passion for, sometimes there are things that you know, you might not feel that much passion about it, like answering emails or having to, to you know, like maybe, um, I don't know, write reports or, or things like that. Um, so when I'm, I'm having this day that is just for me, I like to call it my, you know, I have a date with myself. Uh, when I wake up, I just, I, whatever that pops in my head, whatever is said, um I don't like to um to make plans for example if I think about oh I want to go to the mall and just walk around I'll just do that or if I think I want to stay home and just watch tv the whole day like I try to please myself and whatever I want and not do things because I have to but just because I want to (laughs) and those are the greatest days you know like I try to do this at least once a day and it helps a lot because it's kind of a stressful (laughs) phd can be very stressful yeah yeah i can imagine
0: that answer right like a giving yourself a pleasure day to just do anything that's calling you um you know even down to like laying on the couch and not doing absolutely anything except streaming on netflix or amazon (laughs) or whatever it might be i just i love that so much and um it's a fresh answer when it comes to talking about wellness. And so I love all of the ways in which that we can rock our wellness and you've given us one additional idea that we can put in our toolbox. So thank you so much for that. Well, I wanna make sure that our audience can stay in touch with you. So how can they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn by Lourdes Clemente. And and also you can contact me via email. at at gmail.com and maybe in the description of this podcast you can maybe you know be able to with you know with my name because I know that I'm spelling it right now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely we'll make sure that folks have the correct spelling that will go right into the description
1: so it's just um, my name lourdes.pimentelsoto at gmail.com
0: Okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, Once again, I can't wait to hear your workshop. It's going to be certainly insightful and I'm sure that I will learn from you and the eight additional speakers that we have on the lineup, which I'm super excited about. So make sure that you register for this amazing experience coming to you, the Love and Forgiveness Summit, January 25th through the 29th. We have two sessions at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can register for this on Eventbrite, and you can also reach out to us at info at Request the registration, and we'll get that over to you right away. You can also register directly at short- U R L dot A is in Apple, T is in Tom, backslash M is in Man, N is in Nancy, S is in Sam, Z is in Zebra, and the number eight. Until next time, be all beautiful woman
1: community. Much gratitude, Ashe.